Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. Want to gamble? Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. Well, it's that wonderful time of year when the government comes calling for their cash. That's right, it's tax time. And for those of us who spend lots of time in casinos, it's time for us to figure out what we have to put in our tax returns. So to help us through this confusing time of year, we have the Queen of Comps herself and the author of the book, Tax Help for Gamblers, Poker, and Other Casino Games, Gene Scott. What we have to put in our returns, what forms we have to use, what deductions, everything a gambler would need to know to file their taxes. Gene is going to help us through it all. So stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and you know this show keeps me busy traveling around the country. Do you hear all that noise behind me? That's a casino floor in Atlantic City. Even though I'm around all this excitement, I still need a good night's sleep, and that's why I bring my pillow everywhere. Now, don't get me wrong, the hotel rooms here are very comfortable, but some of their pillows aren't the best for my back and neck. That's why my pillow is a must for me when I travel. And now there's a great new deal being offered by the folks at my pillow. For a limited time, House of Cards listeners can receive a very special offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special tab, and use promo code CARDS or call 1-800-319-7913 to take advantage of this four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. MyPillow.com with promo code CARDS. That's promo code CARDS to take advantage of this four-pack special. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. New Jersey's online gambling market is loaded with so many different sites and all kinds of promotions, it's enough to make your head spin like the reels on an old-time Atlantic City slot machine. So how do you make sense of all that information floating out there in cyberspace? Well, you don't have to. That's because the folks at NJOnlineGambling.com have done all of that for you. NJOnlineGambling.com is your complete resource for all the online sites in New Jersey. Which games have the biggest jackpots? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. Which sites use PayPal for deposits? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. NJOnlineGambling.com is the most trusted guide to the New Jersey online gambling market. Industry news, site reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker, they got it all in one spot. It's the ultimate resource for online players in New Jersey. They even got the best sign-up offers, better than some of the ones being offered by the online casinos themselves. Look, they say bet with your head. So why not do the same before you bet and check out NJOnlineGambling.com, the most trusted resource around for New Jersey's online gambling market. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to AdamandEve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. Again, that's BABE16. Because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Well, don't take it too hard. I've done a lot of stupid things in my life, too. Stupid! What do you mean, stupid? Well, 
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishuttle with you here. Okay, gamblers, you had fun all year, but now it's time to pay the piper. That's right, it's tax time, and to help us sort through this potentially confusing time is the queen of comps herself and the author of the book Tax Help for Gamblers, Poker, and Other Casino Games, Jean Scott. Jean, thanks for joining us. Oh, I'm glad to be here, even during tax time. <laughs> even during, Hey, you're going to be a big help to a lot of people. And i, I got to tell you, I absolutely love the way you started your book, and that is outlining some of the common mistakes gamblers make when thinking of taxes. And I want to go through a couple of common ones. Um, one, The first one you mentioned is many gamblers feel they can put their wins and losses together at the end of the year and report a net win or a net loss. Is that correct? Well, I... I would have to say that that's the, probably the biggest mistake gamblers do. Uh, and then that says, okay, and for most people that's a negative number, so they say, oh, I don't even have to put anything on my taxes because I didn't have any income. And, and there's where people get in big trouble. I want to hit another uh, kind of mistake that gamblers make. They think that agencies are reluctant to audit gamblers because in the long run, gamblers lose anyway. Is that correct thinking? I wish. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, gambling is a cash business. Therefore, the IRS is always interested in cash businesses or cash events because they know, oh, people say there's no paperwork although there is some in this, and uh, they are interested. In fact, gamblers are getting audited right and left. Now, there are other factors. We know that uh, their budget is less sometimes, and then they don't have the money to audit as many people and so forth. But uh, you're gambling if you decide you don't. Well, you're gambling if you think the IRS isn't interested in your gambling, and so therefore you don't need to put it down anywhere. I want to hit another myth. Uh, A lot of people say, you know what, I won money on a cruise ship in in international waters, so that's out of the jurisdiction of the IRS. Is that proper thinking for a gambler? Uh, There's, I don't know the exact wording, I don't have it right in, but income of U.S. citizens anywhere in the world and that means on the water, on land, or whatever, um, it is taxable income. Or it has to be reported and then pay tax mm-hmm. when it's due. And the one thing I always hear from uh, my friends who do these things, since I won money on football polls or in a home poker game, the so-called illegal games, I don't have to report that money. Is that crazy thinking? Well, it's common thinking, and there's no paperwork, but you know, um, lots of people count illegal income. Uh, if you remember some of the crooks or uh, g- uh, gamblers uh, back in the old days during the 20s, what's the most common uh gambler back then um well, i forget his name let, let me tell you they, they caught al capone on tax evasion so al capone that, that's it yeah i was trying to think of the name al capone did so many terrible things you know that he should have been in jail for or put uh you know pr- uh, prosecuted for what they get him on tax evasion <laughs> so um i don't know if you know any prostitutes or illegal gamblers or whatever a lot of them do count their income because whether the income is legally gotten or illegally gotten, it's still to be reported. And a lot of people do do that. They don't like to do that, but they they would like to hide their other, not get accused of their other sins, so to speak. So they do put it down on their um, income tax returns. You know, for taxes, I know gamblers have to be familiar with a couple of documents. And uh, in your book, you mentioned uh, two important ones. What are W-2Gs and 1099s, and why are they important for a person's taxes? Anytime you get a W-2G or a 1099 from a casino, the IRS gets a copy of that also. And that's where there's a big problem. Uh, Probably the biggest problem nowadays 
even for people who know and keep good records, which you're supposed to and so forth, because the IRS machinery hasn't caught up with court decisions. So if you get a, a big jackpot, oh, you get really lucky. Mostly you're playing little stuff, but one time you played a little bigger and you got something, a, a slot machine jackpot over $1,200, and you got a W-2G where you say, oh, dear, I... Uh, I got a piece of paper on this, but the IRS will know that I lost all year long or whatever. The IRS machinery will send you a letter audit at first if you don't put that down as income. And you will have to explain that, well, no, uh, you know, I didn't, I lost a lot more. They don't, that's not according to the rules. So that's where people get into trouble. People who have never put their gambling on their IRS uh, forms before, they hit jackpots, there's paperwork, and they didn't keep good records, and they didn't keep daily or session records, you know, and uh, they have to pay. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. We'll get right back to the show, but I want to take a minute to talk to you about being genius. How would you like your coffee delivered right to your door every month, maybe two times a month? Well, now that can happen with Bean Genius. Bean Genius sells freshly roasted coffee from some of the best independent coffee roasters in the country at BeanGenius.com. And Bean Genius actually learns their customers' individual taste preferences, then suggests future coffee blends for them. Well, how do they do that? Well, this is the cool thing about Bean Genius. Over at BeanGenius.com, they use an algorithm which learns the coffee flavors you like and then pairs up what you like with the coffee that they have in stock. And it's all based upon you. Every time you order, the system learns. The system learns your preferences as you go along and order more and more coffee. And now, all our listeners can get a special offer. You head on over to BeanGenius.com slash subscription, and you'll be able to get 10% off your purchase when you use our promo code PIKE, P-I-K-E, at checkout. That's 10% off at BeanGenius.com slash subscription with promo code PIKE, P-I-K-E. BeanGenius.com, the smart specialty coffee subscription service. Some houses are born bad. You're listening to the House of Cards. I never dreamed that any mere physical experience could be so stimulating. Welcome back to House of Cards, Dave Weishaddle with you here. Well, for those of you just joining us, we're talking with Jean Scott, the queen of comps and the author of the book Tax Help for Gamblers, Poker and Other Casino Games. Many people are also now gambling online. How are online gambling wins and losses looked at by the IRS? No different than those on cruise ships or those that are overseas or whatever. Most people think that they can get by with that, but... The IRS, uh, down through the years, people that were gambling online, they thought they were safe. And uh, then the IRS or the government uh, ex- uh, subpoenaed, the, subpoenaed the records of these online companies, got a list of everybody they paid. And some people got a really delayed uh, surprise there and not a good one. <laughs> Now, we're throwing around the term wins and losses. How does the IRS themselves define a gambling win? Well, there are certain rules like, well, <clears throat> well that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Since you can't do add up all your wins and losses and, and put out a net figure at the end of the year, they there is something called session losses. Mm-hmm. The problem is, that in the IRS regulations, there is no word session. So down through the years, it's been very up in the air. Like, here's the way we do it, and most gamblers that understand the ramifications, they they count their sessions, and they put a, either a winning number or a losing number for each session. Now, whether that should be one hour and then in one day at a casino. Uh, a lot of people use what we do is one day. 
Okay. Kind of like somebody who has a retail outlet, and at the end of the day, they count their money and how much they made or lost that day, you know. Mm-hmm. That's considered a session, although it was not uh, It was not actually explained in the IRS res- regulations. Now, since in the last couple of years, there's been some court cases that actually spelled out Yes, here is what a session for particular instances where somebody had said, oh, I don't want to pay on that $4,000 because I lost 5000 They had good records, and they showed that they could do that. The, the court then said, yes. The problem is that hasn't got into the IRS regulations. So a lot of people go ahead and pay the tax on the $4,000, because they don't want to spend money for a professional to fight it in the courts, you know. Uh, so that's a big problem. In in the book, in my book, Tax Help for Gamblers, I have a whole section on the problem. That's this problem of sessions. And uh, everybody does it differently. I will be so glad when the IRS actually revises their rules so that they explain what a session is. See, that was the big confusion. So far, they haven't done that. Yeah, that, that's a big confusion for everyone because, I mean, say you go to a casino and from 9, nine to 11, you play blackjack. You take two hours for lunch and then you start up again at 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Now, is that two sessions or is that one whole session? And that's a big confusion for everyone. Right, and, and there is no guidance on the on the IRS regulations for that. Now, what I'm saying is that most people, a lot of people would, well, some people would count that as two sessions, win and loss, and then at the end of the year, they'd add up all their wins and all their losses, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people would say that's one day. Now, there are some people that do this, but I can't recommend it, and the professionals don't recommend it. Some people come to Vegas. They have a certain amount of money, for instance. Let's say they have $4,000. They're going to stay four days, you know. They kind of play. They bounce around from blackjack to craps to the machines, video poker, slot machines. Uh, they play all day, half the night. They don't even go to bed most times. They don't cash in anything. They just are playing on this one bankroll. And then they go home th- three or four days later to wherever they're from, let's say Iowa, you know, exhausted, didn't get enough sleep, lost their whole bankroll. Then they're going to put that in as one session, you know, as a loss of the $5,000, you know. Now, I'm not recommending that, but I'm saying some people do that. Now, for a local like us who gamble um, not every single day, but many, many days, most locals will use a one-day thing, even though they might play blackjack and take breaks, the whole day thing. Then there's another whole aspect is if you play live poker mm-hmm. uh, one of the court cases has said that a session ends when you cash in your money well that depends you know some people cash their money in real often mm-hmm. others don't do it like the three-day uh, visitor that I talked about to the end of the time. So you see why this is so much up in the air. If yeah. you're trying to pin me down on this show, <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> now, Gene, you alluded to it before. How important is it for gamblers to keep a record of their play? It's a primary importance because it's the only thing that if you're audited, even just a little audit or a full audit, that you will have proof. They consider a diary as proof uh, that you, each time you gambled, whether it was every day or whatever, this win-loss of each day or each, whatever you call a session, is in your diary. Um, And 
a lot of the court cases, people have lost their case just for one reason. Their facts were correct, but they had no proof. And just I'll put in a little uh, warning here. People say, oh, well, I don't have to worry about that. I'll get a win-loss statement from the casino at the end of the year, and that shows what I did on each day or each session or whatever. No, no, no. Those win-loss statements are just everybody knows that they're not accurate. Um, Sometimes they just give you a a final end-of-the-year thing, which is not what what is usable. And then even if they have um, some detail in it, uh, in most cases, they only cover if you put your player's card in the machine or give it at the tables. Otherwise, there's no record of that. So you have to have this record in case you are audited, and it's the only thing. Now, you may have some other supplementary uh, things, like you could have some supplementary things, like uh, when you went to the um, um, ATM machine and took out money, you might have win-loss statements as supplementary, but nothing takes the place of a diary. And this diary can be handwritten, and now in this day and age, a lot of people keep their record on their phone, which is easy. You finish playing, and you put your win-loss figure in in your phone. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and I just want to take a moment to talk about our friends at PenBets.com. You know, Pennsylvania recently legalized online gambling, so it won't be long before the first online gambling sites start launching across the Keystone State. So if you want to be a player in Pennsylvania, you need a place to go to stay on top of the latest developments. And that's why you need to check out PenBets.com. PenBets.com is led by industry experts and provides the most in-depth coverage of this new and exciting online gambling market. News, reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker. At PenBets.com, you'll have everything you need to navigate the Pennsylvania online gambling scene at your fingertips. Where can you play? What's the latest game being offered? Which casino is running which site? You'll find these answers and much, much more at PenBets.com. Pennsylvania is a new market for online gambling, and things happen fast. So you need a resource that's reliable, insightful, and most of all, trustworthy. And that's PenBets.com. That's P-E-N-N-B-E-T-S.com. Stay ahead of the game with PenBets.com. Don't just listen to House of Cards. Now you can be part of the show with the House of Cards hotline. Call us at 609-474-HOCR and leave a message for Ashley and the rest of the House of Cards crew. Comments about the show? Poker questions? You just want us to know about great places to play or you just got bluffed out of a pot? Your messages may even be played on the air. Give us a call at 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. The House of Cards Hotline. Available 24 hours a day. Call the hotline or send us an email at info at houseofcardsradio.com and don't forget to visit our website at houseofcardsradio.com and follow the show on Twitter and Facebook. By leaving a message with House of Cards, you can send to having your message played on the air. beautiful little puppy. I mean, we walk around the block and neighbors always say, her hair is so beautiful. Healthy and shiny and glossy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Fatty acids, omega-3s and omega-6s are great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. I would really recommend people starting their puppies on Dynavite before they get into what I would call the misery index. Bad skin, bad ears, bad breath. Because if they're getting all their vitamins, micronutrients, microbials from the beginning, then you're not going to run into the problems associated with the allergies. Grass, pollen, dust, dirt, fleas, ticks. 
you name it, and the itching and shedding down the road. Our vitamins and enzymes replace the nutrients cooked out of most commercial dog foods. Dynavite for life. This is Ed Lukasevic and Cindy Lukasevic. Inviting you and your pets to Dynavite. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one homebuyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no-obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize, tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast, do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Many athletes dream of becoming a professional football player. For those young men that do get drafted into the NFL or affiliated leagues, life changes forever for them and their families. Repeated head trauma during their professional football career causes many retired NFL players to experience long-term neurological issues such as ALS, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's, and dementia. Our attorneys at D. Miller & Associates are ready to help you immediately. Contact us today at one 855 Pro Lawyers for your confidential discussion. Again, that's 1-855-776-5299. Dynavite is the best thing that's ever happened to my dogs, you know, besides me, of course. <laughs> Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite for your dog this week. We'll send you a big tube of Doggo Suds free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Suds shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Free. This week at Dynavite.com. Dynavite is nutrition. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hey, this is Dave Weishano from House of Cards with your House of Cards Gamer Report for the week of April 2nd, 2018. Steve Wynn, the former chief executive of Wynn Resorts, has sold all of his stock in the company. Wynn, who owned an 11.8% stake in the company, sold his shares for a reported $2.1 billion. Wynn resigned last month after the Wall Street Journal reported that several women accused Wynn of sexual assault and harassment. The struggling Del Lago Casino is asking for the state of New York to help with financial assistance. The casino in the Finger Lakes region claims they are at a competitive disadvantage because the Seneca Nation is withholding tax revenue from the state and using that money to lure gamblers away. The Senecas are disputing this claim, stating that the Del Lago had unrealistic expectations when they filed for a gambling license. And finally, a first-time online gambler wins big. Anibal Lopes of Woodbridge, New Jersey, said he was bored one Monday night after work, so he decided to try online gambling. He signed up on PlaySugarHouse.com from his mobile phone, chose a slot machine called Divine Fortune, and on his very first spin, won the Mega Jackpot. That one spin was worth $194,000. That is one great Monday night. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fortley and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgata Hotel and Casino is a name you can trust so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be at least 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishuttle with you here. Well, for those of you just joining us, we're talking with Jean Scott, the queen of comps and the author of the book Tax Help for Gamblers, Poker, and Other Casino Games. Well, that's my next question. What should gamblers put in their personal diary? What information 
do you suggest that they put in there? Well, uh, the rules that the IRS puts on that diary um, are such things as machine numbers, who you were with. Uh, You need to put as much that seems logical to you. Uh, Machine numbers is not a good thing. Uh, an easy thing to do because you may bounce around to a hundred machines a day if you're, you know, playing slots all day and trying trying to find a lucky one. Um, what I do is I put down whether it's a video poker machine, and I, in my case, because I file as a professional, um, I put down uh, what game I was playing, uh, whether it's jacks or better, or deuces wild, or so forth. The more details you have in your diary, the better. And it does mention that if you, uh, in the IRS regulations, who you're with, uh, a lot of people don't do that anymore, mainly because they're either just with a spouse or uh, a partner, uh, and they're not with a whole group of people. Um, but you definitely need to to put enough information in that if you have to go back during an audit, for instance, you have enough information and you can show them, yes, I played this day. Here's how much I won and how much I lost. Uh, list your W2Gs um, in, in some sort of a written form. Um, put as much as you can in. Okay. Other than your personal diary, should there be any other documents that gamblers should have for their taxes? Actually, most professionals do not even have us add anything else that you send with your return because the machinery of the IRS, if you attach something to your return, it often doesn't get put in the computer for some reason and gets lost in the shuffle. You need to keep all that stuff. Actually, you don't need to send your, you certainly don't need to send your return W-2Gs or 1099s because the IRS already has that. (laughs) So you don't need to send those with your return. Some people do attach a list of the W-2Gs just to show that they're uh, covered in the return. But even that, uh, we don't do that anymore. Um, We just keep everything at home. We have all the supplementary. We have our win-loss statements there at home. Uh, after, you know, umpteen years, we throw that stuff away. But uh, for the first, I forget, well, you need to keep stuff for a long time if you're going to be, if you're doing things against the law. Uh, so you need records. If you're not doing anything against the law, I think the rule is three or five years. You need to keep that, what they call is supplementary, mm-hmm. um, supplementary, uh, supplementary um, paperwork. Yeah, I, I want to ask you about a couple of major ways people gamble in a casino and what they would need for their taxes. For for example, if you're primarily a slot player, what kind of documentation should you have for your taxes? Well, that's your diary. That's what we've just been talking uh-huh. about, your diary. And if you've got jackpots, you have W2Gs. Or if you win tournaments, maybe you have 1099s. Uh, you don't – you do not – send anything with your return unless there was um, tax taken out for some reason. Uh, That's another subject. Uh, If you think you're going to owe taxes at the end, you could ask the casino to take taxes out. Now, in some states, there are state taxes taken out. If there are taxes taken out, those are sent in just with your other things, now that things are done digitally, um, and the IRS already has a lot of that, you don't send as much stuff in. You keep it. Mm-hmm. And, for instance, if you're playing blackjack, you won't get any unless you're playing really high level over the $10,000 is moving hands, and then that, they keep track of that maybe. But you don't have any paperwork. Your diary, that's why a diary is so expensive so important that's the only proof that you have now you'll have supplementary proofs perhaps the win loss but uh if you didn't give your card to the table um the dealer or something they don't keep the record 
So there is none. That's why the diary is so important. I know. That's what I was thinking reading your book. I mean, I mean, if you're a table game player, if you're a blackjack player, or if you're a poker player who do not does not play in tournaments, you're not going to have any documentation from the casino, but your diary becomes so important. That's That's true. That's true. I, I want to ask you about people who go to the racetrack. I mean, the horses or dogs. You know, whenever you go there, you see torn up betting slips or rolled up and thrown away betting slip. Should they be keeping them for tax purposes? Uh, they're losing tickets you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yes, that's good documentation. Uh, of course, don't have any that have footprints. <laughs> shoe prints on them. You know, there's some people that win real big and then they go and collect a bunch on the floor that people have stepped on and say, oh, these were my losses, you know. <laughs> now, yes, that's one thing you could keep. Now, now uh, you're known as the queen of comps, so I have to ask, how does the IRS look at comps and gifts from a casino? Um, I would have to refer someone to the book where it took a whole chapter for me to talk about this. Um, this is a gray, there are many gray areas. Mm -hmm. One gray area is comps. And in some cases, if it's a comp that can be taken away from you and it's, it, some people count them as gifts. If they're big enough, like for instance, you get a comp cruise, sometimes you get paperwork at 1099 for that. And then, of course, the IRS is going to count that as income, whether you say it's a gift or whatever it is, you're going to pay. Or at least you have to count it, you know. You have to put it someplace on your return. That's a gray area. Mm -hmm. So is free play. That's money that casinos give you, not in cash. And you have to play it through a machine. Um, if you had cash back, that's different. That's cash. But free play is kind of um, a gray area also. Uh, some people uh, do it one way, some the other. Some just kind of ignore it. Uh, another gray area that I talk at length about in the book. And I really can't give you any guidelines here because it's a gray area. I give some options in the book, but uh, very gray area. What about tournaments? I, you know, I know a lot of people who spend more money entering a tournament than they actually win from a tournament. How are they treated by the IRS? Well, again, that's the big thing. If you got paperwork for your win, mm -hmm. you've got to show that paperwork um, someplace. On you know, you have to count that income someplace, whether you put it into your session totals or whatever. Um, and then your entry fee would be uh, a deduction, one of the expenses. Uh, but that would depend on how you file and so forth. The IRS wants everything. And so if in doubt, figure the IRS, particularly if there's paperwork. If there's paperwork, there's no way you can get around it. Some way you have to show that on your return. Now, if you may have to dispute just like I told you, if if you have paperwork that showed that you won 10000 in a tournament, but you had to pay 5000 to get in, um, they may dispute that depending on how you file. And I guess we're going to talk later in the show. Mm -hmm. This is a big problem, and it's even a bigger problem with the new tax bill that just went through early this year. So I'll talk about it then. But in your book, you make a distinction between recreational gamblers and professional gamblers. What is the difference when filing your taxes? Well, this is the big difference. And again, that's a, a, a whole area. If you're a recreational gambler, you have to put all your wins as an income on the front page of your return. That means you're going to have to pay tax for those wins. Now, whether you do it your W-2G figure or your session figure. Now, you can, if, big if here, if you itemize, you can get a deduction for your losses uh, if you, uh, if you uh, itemize on, a, on the second sheet. If you 
don't have enough itemized items that are more than the standard deduction, then you take the standard deduction, so you're just paying for your wins. You're paying taxes on your wins. That's a big problem. Now, if you can convince the IRS that you're a professional and the rules there, I give all the rules in the book and all the problems with proving to the IRS. Depends on whether you have another job, how much income you have uh, compared to your gambling income. You can file as a professional. Now, that's a good, good thing for many people that do gambling very full-time or close to full-time or it's a major part of their life because they can, they're filing as a business. So they can add up their wins and losses on that Schedule C, the business return, and then they can just put their real profit, the net profit over on page one of their um, return. But the rules for being a professional are very, very strict, and uh, not everybody can convince. There have been many law, many court cases about this. Some have persevered. Some have not. Now, I'm pretty knowledgeable about filing as a professional because, obviously, uh, that's been uh, with my writing and my gambling, gaming writing and gambler. Uh, I filed as a professional for years, uh, but I've even had that questioned by the IRS, even though I've done it for years, up one year. They'll write me a letter and think maybe that that shouldn't be, you know, then I have to have my tax preparer explain all the reasons why I am a professional gambler. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. Now, I'm sure everyone has made some sort of New Year's resolution, whether it's to lose weight, work harder at the office, whatever. And we always seem to break them a few weeks into the year. Well, here's one resolution you need to make and keep. Getting a good night's sleep with MyPillow. They're the most comfortable pillows on the market. It's patented interlocking fill adjusts to everyone and their sleeping habits. I use MyPillow all the time. I sleep great at night and wake up pain-free. I even travel with MyPillow. And now there's a great new deal being offered by the folks at MyPillow. For a limited time, House of Cards listeners can receive a very special offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special tab, and use promo code CARDS or call 1-800-319-7913 to take advantage of this four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two Go Anywhere pillows. MyPillow.com with promo code CARDS. That's promo code CARDS to take advantage of this four-pack special. Better sleep starts with my pillow. New Jersey's online gambling market is loaded with so many different sites and all kinds of promotions, it's enough to make your head spin like the reels on an old-time Atlantic City slot machine. So how do you make sense of all that information floating out there in cyberspace? Well, you don't have to. That's because the folks at NJOnlineGambling.com have done all of that for you. NJOnlineGambling.com is your complete resource for all the online sites in New Jersey. Which games have the biggest jackpots? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. Which sites use PayPal for deposits? NJOnlineGambling.com has the answer. NJOnlineGambling.com is the most trusted guide to the New Jersey online gambling market. Industry news, site reviews, the latest slots, table games, poker, they got it all in one spot. It's the ultimate resource for online players in New Jersey. They even got the best sign-up offers, better than some of the ones being offered by the online casinos themselves. Look, they say bet with your head. So why not do the same before you bet and check out NJOnlineGambling.com, the most trusted resource around for New Jersey's online gambling market. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to AdamandEve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. Ooh. 
And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD. Plus... Free shipping! Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. Again, that's BABE16. Because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Whoa! I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Welcome back to House of Cards. Day Weishaddle with you here. Well, for those of you just joining us, we're talking with Gene Scott, the queen of comps and the author of the book Tax Help for Gamblers, Poker, and Other Casino Games. Now, for anyone who watches the news, and you mentioned it before, that the tax code was overhauled this year. Uh, for people who visit casinos, who win or lose at casinos, what do they have to look and be particularly cognizant of under the new tax law? All right, there's two things that I like to emphasize. Uh, this new law does not take effect until you're filing next year. In other words, it takes effect for your actions in 2018, but you won't be filing that return until 2019. However, you need to think ahead about this, but if you're now doing your 2017 tax return, this this new law does not affect you, okay? So that's something I have to make clear. People say, oh, my God, they passed this law, and, and now I already, I already did my taxes. Well, that's all right. If you already did them uh, or you didn't know about the tax law or something, you're all right because that didn't kick in until the first of this year. So that's one thing I need to, to talk about. And I also need to emphasize that they did not actually change any of the law about how you file. So, like, if you, um, if you file as a recreational gambler or a professional, those pretty much did not change. Here's the big problem. You know, remember earlier in our conversation I said, if you have wins and losses and you're a recreational gambler, you could put your wins properly on the first page and then you could do your deductions on the second page. And for instance, if you had a bunch of deductions, uh, like other things like state taxes and charitable giving and interest and all that, and you could add your gambling losses to that, then that, let's say on that person that uh, won a $10,000 um $10,000 jackpot, but he, he really, or a 5000 but he lost 10000 um, he would be all right. He could still put those lo- put, his, put his loss on the um, that deduction page. However, there's a special rule that you can't take any more losses than your wins. So if you have... 5,000 in wins, but 10,000 in losses, you could only deduct 5,000 of those losses. So that's one little thing that still is true under the new tax law. But here's the biggie. That new tax law raised everybody's standard deduction, no matter how you filed, whether you were single, head, household, joint, and so forth. They more than doubled your deduction. Let's say somebody had their deductions were five, uh, they ended up being 10,000, but now they could get a deduction of 20,000, let's say. They're not going to bother putting their uh, deductions in, they're going to take the standard deduction. But the gambler still has those wins on the front page. And 
they're going to have to pay. They're going to have to pay taxes, whatever their total tax bill. They're they're going to have to pay taxes on that win. Where used to be, they could put their losses. Now, if their deductions have their exemption, their deductions have come down. Um, like they can't. There's limits on how much that they can deduct on their state and local taxes. How much they can. Um, deduct on the interest on their mortgage and so forth, they're going to say, I I don't have enough deductions. I'm going to take the standard deduction. And so there's the big problem for a lot of big... This is mostly for gamblers. Most gamblers just took the hit. They put their wins on the first page and said, well, I got lucky. I'll pay tax on it because they they weren't itemizing their deductions anyway. Very important information. Jean, we're running out of time, but can you give our listeners a way to order your book and give out your website so people can follow what you're up to? LasVegasAdvisor.com is the main place to go. And there's my blog, which is Frugal Vegas. There'll be a link to it right on the front page. I write a, a blog. I write about once a week and talk about taxes and video poker and slots and general gambling in Las Vegas. So go to lasvegasadvisor.com, and there you can also buy all my books. And one note is I am going to be working on a new edition of the tax book uh, that will come out this fall before you have to start working on your 2018 returns. Sounds good. Gene Scott, the queen of comps and the author of the book, Tax Help for Gamblers, Poker and Other Casino Games. Thanks for joining us. Oh, it was my pleasure. Join us next week for more House of Cards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.